He is also recognized as one of the most admired and widely read Christian writers of the 20th century, with no sign of diminishing influence in the 21st. Lewis penned, literally, he never learned to type, nearly 40 books in his lifetime, and another 20 collections of his essays, letters, and poems have appeared posthumously. Since his death in 1963, over a hundred books have been written about Lewis and his writings. By the time the centennial of his birth was celebrated in 1998, there were four major biographies of Lewis, six collections of reminiscences, eight surveys of his fiction, with another half-dozen books devoted specifically to the Chronicles of Narnia. Already a best-selling author and a perennially popular subject for other authors, Lewis received even wider attention in the 1990s because of the play Shadowlands, which was first dramatized on BBC television and then made into a feature-length film starring Anthony Hopkins and Deborah Winger. Shadowlands tells the poignant story of Lewis's later years, how he met Joy Davidman when he was in his fifties, becoming first her friend and then her husband and lover, only to lose her to cancer after three years of marriage. In this tragic loss there are haunting echoes of the other great Shadowlands ordeal in Lewis's life, the loss of his mother, also to cancer, at the age of forty-six, when Lewis was nine years old. At the time of his mother's death, young Jack was nominally Christian, but he would lose that childhood faith and not recover it again until he had reached the midpoint of his life. Lewis offered his own version of how he passed from atheism to Christianity, in Surprised by Joy, 1955. But this is more an informal reminiscence than a systematic account of his pilgrimage. In this memoir Lewis focuses mostly on his childhood and schooling, then fast-forwards through his twenties to his reconversion in his early thirties. His biographers have followed suit, delving into his childhood and boyhood, and then leaping ahead to his life as a Christian scholar and writer, tending to pass quickly over his teens and twenties. But many questions have remained unanswered about why one of the foremost Christian writers of the twentieth century did not rediscover the faith of his childhood until nearly halfway through his life. The story of Lewis's arduous pilgrimage is fascinating in itself, considering what a celebrated and far-reaching voice for Christian thought he has become. But Lewis's spiritual struggles go beyond biographical interest. They cast fresh light on the paths which many other pilgrims take. The worldviews he considered, and the issues he grappled with, are still very much with us today. Many thoughtful seekers since Lewis's time have contemplated materialism, the view that the physical world is all there is. If that is true, then any talk of spirit, of a house not made with hands, is mere wishful thinking. Today's pilgrims are also confronted with alternative spiritual guides, the claim that occult experiments or paranormal research can provide a more scientific approach to spiritual life than Christian faith, or they may be invited to affirm an impersonal life-force, a belief which offers a generalized sense of uplift without having to commit to any creeds or commandments. 
So the spiritual avenues and byways Lewis explored for many years are not merely of historical interest. They address concerns which are still highly relevant as we enter a new millennium. Both Lewis and his biographers have recounted his childhood in Northern Ireland, his years in English boarding schools, and his eventual adoption of Oxford as the place where he would live the rest of his life. This narrative seeks to trace more closely Lewis's inward pilgrimage, how his spiritual journey was shaped by the untimely death of his mother, and a lasting estrangement from his father, by the relentless rationalism hammered into him by an influential mentor, by his early interest in the occult and the paranormal, and by the surreal violence of trench warfare in France during World War I. Counterpoised to these influences were Lewis's ongoing quest for something he called...